All right. Well, good morning and welcome. It is now afternoon here on the East Coast. It's probably morning where many of you are. So grateful that you're able to join us for what is certain to be one of the highlights, one of the highlight leadership calls of the year. I am very excited about this dynamic uh, rising star new world team. Um, in fact, it's not even rising star, it's world team. World team is a whole other category. Rising, anyone could be a rising star and that is a big deal. But this is a rising star who has reached the world team and the exclusive world team and is on a roll. And so we're not going there quite yet, but in a moment we're going to be introducing her and I'm super excited about that interview. So definitely get your team. Hope they're on with us. Now it's time to turn our attention to the biggest event going on right now. It is an interview with brand new world team member, Joan Poon. Joan, please join me. And as Joan is joining me, y'all, I have got, there she is, and check out her backdrop. Joan, I love it. Now, it fits right in. I don't want to get you to give away your talk um, right from the beginning, but it really, I just realized it ties in with what you're talking about. And I'm so excited you're helping us to dream by throwing that up behind you. So, Joan, it's good to have you with us. Thank you so much for having me, Josh, this morning. Yeah, why don't you just uh, introduce yourself. Yeah, give your, uh, your background, if you would, for us, for those who are okay, new and haven't name. met you yet. Okay. My name is Joan Poon. I'm from Mississauga, Ontario, which is about 30 minutes from the city of Toronto. I live here with my husband. My, I have two grown kids. Kristen is 39. Jason is 33. And I have two beautiful grandkids. Harley is almost four, and Wyatt is 20 months old. And um, so I am a retired registered nurse, and I worked in the high-risk pregnancy unit for about uh, 28 years. And just to share it with you, Josh, when I first started there, um, the patients had, you know, chronic uh, hypertension or, or gestational diabetes. When I left 11 years ago, um, it's changed. It had stage four cancer, autoimmune diseases, cardiac issues. So we can see the lifestyle effects have affected that population as well, too. So I'm, I'm glad I'm in this place where we can share new life with people in childbearing ages or even prior to that. Wow. Yes. And, folks, let me just shed a little light on this as, um, and who Joan and, and Winston Jones and they're coming from Canada and Joan is on fire, okay? They, she's not only a brand-new world team member. You just saw she's on the leaderboard as well, the Achiever Club leaderboard. But she has developed not one director already this year, but two directors. And she's on her way to developing even more directors this year. And so we had to get her on this call right away. I'm so glad she agreed to share with you a little bit of her story. Um, it's not been a story just straight to the top. It's been like life you know, up and down. And so I think this story is going to especially um, resonate with every one of us. It did me. I got off the, the conversation with her last week, and I said, Joan, i tell you something. You, I've known you for years. I'm so blessed to know you. You've always inspired me. But I'm telling you, I've been taking notes, not just for the interview, but for myself. Like, this is really good stuff. So, Joan, um, but let's get um, – second question I have for you is, can you share with us, like, how did you learn about Neolife? I mean, I – I understand you're a former nurse, as you just said. You're also 
a cancer survivor. Um, but let's go back to the beginning. How did you find Neolife? And I'll ask you this, how the products uh, impacted your life? When I was introduced to Neolife 26 years ago, I had just finished treatments for breast cancer. I had surgery, I had chemotherapy, and I was looking for something to boost my immune system and my energy level. And so I decided to go to health food stores, naturopaths, chiropractors, and fortunately, I met Mary Ellen Vandenbrink at a jewelry party of all places. She was sitting next to me, and she shared her son David's asthma testimonial with me. And I figured, you know, if the products could help him um, get off his puffers, I figured maybe it'll help me as well. So I agreed to meet with her, and she said it took about five times before she was able to get me to come to her house. So thank God she, she was patient. And so anyway, I went to her home. She did a presentation which made a lot of sense to me. And I like the fact that it was based in nature, backed by science. Because as a nurse, our practice had to be evidence-based. So that was a really good fit for me. But when I saw the products, although I believed, all I bought was a bottle of salmon oil. And I think she was so disappointed <laughs> that I just got a bottle of salmon oil, right? But fortunately, um, Don Lawson was in town. There was a new life event in town. And, you know, for those of you who have seen Don Lawson, I mean, if, you, if, you're, not, if you're not a believer after seeing him, some, something's wrong, right? So um, he helped me to believe in the products and believe in the company. And um, that was a really good start for me. I was fortunate to have that start. And so I started using some more products, equivalents of ProVitality. I didn't jump on the protein shake right away because I wasn't used to shakes. But when I realized the benefits of it, I decided to learn to like it, and I love it now. And um, so I started on it, and within a few weeks, I felt a huge difference in my energy level. I used to go to bed tired, wake up tired, and I thought it was because of the 12-hour shifts I was doing at the hospital. Uh, I thought maybe I was turning 40 at the time, so maybe we were kind of slowing down. But I realized it wasn't any of those things. It was what was missing from my diet. And the other benefits that I got, I had seasonal allergies really badly. And during the spring and the summer, I'd have itchy eyes and runny nose. And after a few years, that disappeared. So I don't have those allergies anymore. I guess after boosting my immune system and detoxing, I was able to get rid of those. And one of the biggest stories is that Winston, Winston, um, he recovered from a, a fractured patella. His kneecap was fractured uh, when he was coaching my daughter and I talkie. And he was able to recover from that and go on to run 14 half marathons. And every year he would beat his personal best, even though he was getting older. So that, that, that was a big feat as well. So, you know, with this newfound energy, I started sharing my story with friends and family. And, you know, it just evolved in the business. And at that time, I, you know, I had been in multi-level marketing before. And I really liked the concept of the residual income, and the fact that you only become successful when you help other people, right? So I felt like this just sort of dropped into my lap. And it's like I was so excited about it. And I started doing the business a little bit more. And um, after a few years, I was able to take early retirement from nursing because the, the income I was getting from Neolife could supplement my pension with the, with the hospital. So um, and that's, that's how I got started. Wow. So many it's, – it's amazing how every time – you hear a story, there are so many lessons within that story and, uh, you know, these Neolife stories. 
And Joan, thank you for taking us back to the beginning and sharing with us even those, the part about the, you only purchase a salmon oil bottle. I mean, that's encouraging because I know that I, just like I, they encouraged me, there's so many people on the call today, maybe they started somebody. In fact, um, yesterday, somebody at church was talking about their allergies. And I said, if I had something that might help, would you want to know more? Absolutely. So, I mean, it may just be, you know, rest backs, but maybe one day it's going to be a future Joan Poon. Imagine that, right? So that's encouraging. And then the follow-up that Mary Ellen did to introduce you, uh, we may not have Dr. Lawson anymore, but those are brand new. But I think the real takeaway that you shared with us is that by educating your customers and following up with them, you're going to introduce them to other products. And that protein, that's a, um, that's a big one right there. Because I think sometimes we might give up on our customers because they're not, you know, we might give up on the protein thinking, oh, they're not interested. But that's a good point. Maybe they don't realize how valuable it is and how mm -hmm. unique it is and essential it is. And if they do, maybe they'll, as you said, learn to love it. So thanks, Joan. I'm getting a bunch of takeaways and we just got started. So tell us now about more about how you and why you transitioned into from, from using the products to now you guys decided to build this as a business and how has that business impacted your life? Well, first of all, um, it allowed me to leave nursing. It was becoming very stressful and as nurses all know, it's a very stressful profession and sometimes you can get burned out. And I, after having um, cancer, you know that's a big part of, of an illness is the stress that you experience. So I was so grateful that I could leave um, the hospital, leave that, that profession. Um, and you know, I, I love helping people and I, I wondered if, if I, you know, I would have done better helping in another way without that stress. And that's what I'm doing right now, right? I'm still helping people. I, I think of it as transitioning from the sickness industry to the wellness industry. And I am helping people become more proactive with their health and also, you know, educating them and also giving them solutions, right? Mm -hmm. So that, that's one of the things um, that I, I, I think the business has helped me with. And also it has given me a purpose. I think um, having a purpose, you know, usually after retirement, um, you, you leave your colleagues at work. And unless you, you have a, a life outside of the hospital or work, you know, that you can transition into. And a lot of people don't have that. So it's great mm -hmm. to have this tribe, this international tribe to belong to, you know, and very uplifting. And, you know, it has been great during the pandemic because, you know, <laughs> without these Zoom calls, right? You know, a lot of people are very lonely, you know, very lonely during the pandemic. So I think it, is, it provides um, a community for, for nurses as well, too. Um, and also, I like to free travel. The personal development is huge. It takes you out of your comfort zone, right? And I'm still learning how to get out of my comfort zone. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a journey, you know, it's a journey. Yes. And we're all at different stages of, of, of that journey. And um, as long as you're on the journey, that, that's what counts, right? That you've started a journey. So, um, yeah, and, you know, a lot of um, just being at home and the free time, time freedom. Yeah. Yeah. That's neat. Well, I love hearing you talk and hearing your passion about um, going from the sickness to the wellness industry. I mean, there were so many, just in what you shared there, so many ideas on how to communicate to nurse friends that we might have to share your story. 
And that's what I mean to say, to share your story with our nurse friends, and, and not just nurse friends, what you talked about, freedom and burnout. I mean, that that affects a lot of careers. You know, next next week we're talking about the ideal business for teachers. Many of them are, you know, reach a point of burnout, and we don't want them to, to stay because they have to if they're burnout, but to give them another op, another option where they can take the same gifts and talents and help people there like you are, uh, your medical gifts and, 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 and really gifts of compassion that you have to help people. I love how paralleled. Um, well, this is going to be fun to kind of make this transition um, because y'all was talking with Joan last week. And as I said, I got so inspired as she was talking about what she called, you know, I'll call it high and lows. I'll let her tell you about the mountain peaks and the valleys um, but, and getting through those. And um, I asked her, I said, is there anything that's, you know, you, you, anywhere you'd rather not go? And she said, no, I, she wanted to share this to, and hopes if, if it could encourage others. And I told her this will big time encourage people. So I want to ask you a question. Um, this isn't your first time at World Team. Um, and I think that as soon as people hear that, they see new World Team, you know, maybe our brand new people or people are directors are like, I want to get there. I just want to be there one day, but I'm struggling. You know, I'm going through my own personal development and, you know, highs and lows and ups and downs and, and um, to hear that you were one, you were a world team, and then you lost the title, um, and now you're back again. I want to talk a little bit about that. So I'll, I guess I'll start it by asking you this question: Was there ever a time that you struggled or got discouraged in this business, and how did you get through that? Lots of times, Josh. <laughs> it's part. It's part of part of the process, right? Um, and I use the analogy of the peaks and valleys because I think it explains it very well. You know, um, when, you're, when you're riding high and you, everything's going well, you don't grow, okay? Mm-hmm. And when you go into the valley, that's where, that's where you grow. And I think I, I embrace that valley because it, 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 um, it makes you reflect, reflect on your business or reflect on your life. I had it personally with, with my, my health, right? That's, that's how I'm, I am where I am today. Um, I think of it as being the, you know, the worst time of my life and the best time of my life in the same breath. Because um, who wants to have cancer, right? And if, if that didn't happen to me, I wouldn't be searching. I wouldn't be doing all the things I'm doing. And one of the things mm-hmm. during that time, I knew I had to take personal responsibility for my health and my life because I had my kids were, I, I, wanted, to, I wanted to live. You know, I wanted to survive. My kids were four and ten at the time. So you just want to be able to take care of your kids and, and see your grandkids. So that was my motivating factor um, to, to do that. And so, you know, so I took charge. And your life is one of the ways of taking charge is um, being able to take charge of my health, boosting my immune system. I did all the necessary things, you know, doing more exercise, lifestyle changes, and doing a lot of personal development because that's a big part of it as well, too. Uh, stress and, and um, or if you want to call it, um, we all call it a bit of baggage, you know. We all have baggage, some are bigger than others, you know, <laughs> but it's all baggage, right? Let's, let's be real, right? So, um, yeah, so I, I was able to, to address those things, you know, and it's still a journey. I'm not totally there, but I'm, it's still a journey that I, I just enjoy that journey, you know. Just being on the journey is what counts, you know. There's no, there's no end but being on the journey, and it's all, it's all towards growth, 
you know, it's, this one is personal growth. And in the business as well, if you're in the valley, just enjoy it there because you're going to learn a lot there. Um, you, have to, you have to reflect on what you're doing. Um, I know when we, when we had gone to Maui, I think that was the last, we had, we went, we had, we were Sapphire directors three times, okay? And the last time was we went to Maui. So at least we, we were fortunate to have gone to the world, um, the conferences. And I think that, that really helped us going to the conferences because we knew the carrot was real, you know? If they're dangling a carrot in front of you, if we know it's real, we've experienced it, right? So, um, Having gone, having gone to those, it, we knew, we believed. And um, so after that, we were kind of coasting. And I, I think sometimes, you know, we get into autopilot, whether it's in our lives or in our business, and you just go through the motions, right? And I think um, I, I sort of woke up last year. <laughs> that's, that's how all this all started, you know, just sort of like an awakening, you know. Um, do I want to continue here? Well, first of all, I'd like to say, um, I had to embrace and celebrate the fact that I was an Emerald director, you know, instead of thinking, oh, I wish I were something else. It starts with just embracing it. And, and whether you're a manager or senior manager, just be grateful for that first. And then you, then you start making audacious goals, you know. <laughs> so so that, that shifted me with that gratitude. It shifted me. And that's how it all started. I went to um, a weekend conference on, on dream building. Not, not, I guess, not with Neo Life, but with, with, with it wasn't let me, a company. Let me, pause, let me pause this just for a second. Um, so many, again, I, I'm not just saying that. I, I know, I see the comments that are, that are being dropped right now um, in, the, in the chat box. You're really speaking to a lot of people um, already, even early in this interview. And a couple things that, I'd like to just pause for a moment on is you talk about, I love that word embrace, you know, embracing it. And, and, and also I, there's another word that came to mind um, listening to you talk about embracing the valleys and having a positive perspective on that, that, Hey, I don't want to stay here, but I want to learn everything I can while I'm here and um, embracing it in that way. And, and it also brings a redemptive perspective. I mean, you talked about even your cancer, and how, I mean, that's like the most dreaded word ever. And yet you, I noticed how the positive way you've chosen to view that and how if it weren't for that, you may not have this perspective, this wellness perspective. You may not have the ability to speak into people's lives in the same way. And, and that's, I mean, they, they say all, you have all the how-to in the world and we need how-to, but if your mindset's not right, you know, the how-to is not going to work. So I just want to thank you for sharing that with us the struggle, the pain, and then telling us to embrace it. And I think coming from you as a cancer survivor and as someone who's even seen their business go up and down, that speaks to us. Um, I'd like to, yeah, I, I want to go next to talk a little bit, if you'll share with us about how this moment of decision in your life where, you know, as you said, you came to a point like in any area we can coast and you're starting to, to coast in your business. And, um, you know, let, let me also say this, not to focus in on this, but just for the sake of the new people that are listening, um, you know, it was a different day, it was a different day in the past. We've always had the best products in the world, but, um, but Canada is on fire right now. I mean, let me just say that you guys are doing an amazing job. And, um, and again, again, two new directors and counting just in your team. That's exciting. 
Um, but it's not always been that way. We've always had the best products in the world, but we've not had the tools and the resources and all that. But so, you know, again, there's, there's multiple reasons for the, you know, the ups and downs that you've been through, and, but we're focused on the future. But tell us about that moment where you had to decide were you content to stay where you're at? And had you set, would you settle for that? And by the way, you were consistent, Emerald. I, you're right. Celebrate where you're at. That was so good, too. And may I just thank you. Consistent at Emerald. Month after month after month, you could have gotten discouraged and then said, oh, I'm just an Emerald. You know what? And then you could have lost the consistency in that, too. But you never did. Like, you were consistent at that. And I think consistency wherever you're at is important. And so, anyway, so much you're saying. Can I add, so good. Can I add something else, that. Josh? Please. Um, so when you're in the valley, you know, you tend to blame others uh, in terms of your business. And I've, I've done that. We've all done it. You know, um, you know, people are not listening to us. Um, this, your, your, um, some of your, your, your promoters aren't doing stuff or whatever it is you, you blame. And I realized I've always taken full responsibility. And I think it's, mm. I had to work on myself. And then when, when I change, the shift happens in my team, right? So, so we have to quit sort of um, thinking of somebody else's, um, somebody else's um, problem that's, that's causing us not, not to succeed. Um, wow, that's, a, that's really a, says a lot, I think, to all of us right there, not blaming, because I know, <laughs> I almost feel guilty. It's like, you almost caught me doing that, saying, hey, guys, let me tell you, you know, the, the past, you know, there's challenges, there was, it's not the same as it is today, but I love your attitude about wherever you're at, there's always an opportunity to make excuses, and yet that never gets us ahead. So, um, what do you think, what helped you to develop that mindset? Because, I mean, there's, be there's beautiful people that are extremely capable, unbelievably talented that you and I have met in life. And yet that one single thing holds them back, you know, because they don't take – and the more gifted you are, the more handicapped you are because as soon as you start blaming, you can't even access the gifts that God's given you to pull yourself up. So how did you develop that? Well, well, it started with, with my diagnosis. I, and I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm always um, learning. I'm always trying to find some tools, you know, um, tools to my life um, in terms of how I just to decrease my stress level, my, my anxiety, you know, that sort of thing. So I've, I've, I'm always researching that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, going back to the, the question you were asking me about when, when I decided to change, um, I, I had an opportunity to, to invest in my personal development. And it was a scary it wasn't, it wasn't when I look back on it, you know. Um, it, was, it was an investment I had to make. And, you know, I figured, you know, I've always, I didn't know, I didn't like where I was and I needed help, right? And if I didn't take that plunge, I'd be the same place I would be in the next year, two years, three years, five years, right? So, so I decided to take the plunge and with the blessings of Winston, he was such a great guy that he, you know, uh, that he is, and, um, and it's the best investment I've made, best investment in terms of myself. Um, I, I, I see changes in myself, and I see changes around me, 
so so that that's where it starts it starts with you and realizing the work that you have to do um it started off i mean i've learned all these things but it never resonated it wasn't the timing actually i guess timing is everything in terms of just finding you know, your dreams and your vision and really be clear about it um and also you know your self-limiting beliefs right that that holds us back you know you could you know, I know, you know, I'm the incentive queen, right? I know about the incentive. Ask me about the products. I can tell you about the products. But what's holding you back, right? And we have to take a look at ourselves and what, what's holding you back. So it was a lot of fear and, you know, those type of things. So I'm working on those type of things and, and I'm seeing results. I'm seeing just, just by deciding to do this, things are happening. Like directors are literally they're popping up. <laughs> Seriously, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's not, um, it's not like a push power, like I'm going after, you know, going after some, that's, that's, that's exhausting, you know, you, you can get, you can get sick from doing that stuff. But, you know, what I've learned from my um, personal development course is getting that infinite side of you working as well, right? Everyone calls it something different, God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, um, the universe, right? And just having um, having the roadmap is just awesome. I paid for that, right? <laughs> to get to get all these um, not they're not tricks. They're just they're just um, instructions for life, right? And um, just having that growth mindset. I remember Chad Johnson talking about that growth mindset. We all talk about growth mindset, and now I get it. Now I get it. You know, everything is about growth. You know. Uh, whatever you're trying to achieve, the growth that, that counts more than the prize, really, because the, the growth is more lasting than the prize, right? You, you, mm. you get a prize, then what, right? <laughs> Whereas when you grow personally, it, it, it's lasting. So, um, so if you're not seeing, if, if you know you're growing, just just celebrate that as well too, right? Uh, just a little little growth, and as long as you're on that journey, or I, I would say, as long as you're in the race, you know, and you you don't quit. In terms of your life, you you are successful. Just staying in the race. Wow, I love that. Take ownership for your business. Don't blame it on others. Don't blame it on the economy. Don't blame it on who's president. Don't blame it on upline, downline. Take responsibility is what we've heard her say, and then invest in you. And she is always, y'all. Joan and Winston are always at the event. Always investing and personal growth and, and leadership development. So, um, and I love what you said, timing. And you keep doing it, you keep doing that, you're going to have a breakthrough is going to come. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'd like to talk next about what you talked about earlier, audacious goals. But before you go there, um, I'm going to ask you to comment on, you mentioned shifting the other day, shifting away from self-limiting thoughts. And I thought that there's a a lot there that we all need to be reminded of. And you said, notice what you're noticing. Can you speak to that for a moment, being aware of what you're allowing your mind to dwell on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just do it. I think that your thoughts um, dominate everything. Um, so you have to notice what you're noticing. What are you thinking of? And you can actually spiral down into a rabbit hole by thinking thoughts, even in this pandemic, right? You're thinking about what can happen, and then you go straight. And that's why there's a lot of anxiety, right? And if you can notice that ahead of time, 
you can shift, right? Shift in, to the, pre the present, as you know, we all know. The present is, there are no problems at this moment, right? So you have to come into the present, and, and, um, and that takes you away from, from getting into that rabbit hole of despair, right? And um, yeah, so that, that's, um, what's the question again, Josh? <laughs> Well, that was it. I, I just think that the, it's a simple but yet profound thought to be, to, you know, maybe to hear for the first time or for, for us all to be reminded of. Notice what you're, you said that, notice what you're noticing. And I think that is a lot of depth right there that we have more control over our thoughts than we realize. And then Think and Grow Rich, he talks about that. And there's a lot of really good books that, that talk about that. Yet too often we're kind of lazy and we let, and we may be more prone to go negative, but yet we allow that. And we, like you said, it's a self-fulfilling, spiraling hold to destruction um, versus, you know, grabbing, taking, the scriptures even talk about that, taking every thought captive, you know. So I, I really appreciate you sharing that. Now, um, let's talk about audacious goals and how that's changing your life and your business and your team. Can you introduce us to audacious goals and what that means to you. Okay. I love the word. I'm not sure where I got that from. I wonder if it was from Chad Johnson. It might have been, right? <laughs> Talking about audacious goals, I think. But, um, you know, it has to fire you up, right? Uh, when you make small goals, you don't get fired up. And, and when, you can when, you, when you have made those audacious goals, you get excited as well as you get scared. It scares the heck out of you, right? Um, for instance, you know, one of my audacious goals, um, I'd, I'd put three Ruby directors, so I wanted five, five directors, right? And saying five directors when I have none at the time, that's audacious, right? <laughs> that's audacious when you don't have, have, you can't see it, but you're saying that's what I want, right? And I shared this story with you, um, Josh, when when I was doing my um, I was doing my my um, vision board on Canva, and I was looking uh, for my three rubies. I googled three rubies, and I wanted to put it on my vision board. And I kept looking, and all I can find is four rubies together. So I had to change my goal to four rubies because that was the universe talking to me that no, it's not three, it's four. So I have that on my vision board and it's on my phone um, to have four, like a four Ruby director. So I started, now we have two. So it's, it's, it's audacious, but it's, it's possible. It's possible if you, if you um, as I said, it's not just the push power that you're using, but using the, the right technique, having your vision and being excited about it. And when you're excited about that, you, you, you attract. It's the law of attraction uh, where you're excited. And I think Louis Smith always talks about just get, get fired up, get energized, because nobody's attracted to you if, it's, if you're low energy, right? So, um, and also whatever you, 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 um, you're, um, you're wishing for, that will be attracted to you if, if, you, if you are in that, in that state of vibration. And, that, I've, and I've, been seeing that, I've been seeing that for the past few months. It's just been happening. I couldn't have planned it. I couldn't have planned the things that are happening right now. And it's because of that shift in, in my thoughts and, and the way you, you're using that infinite, infinite power. Mm. 
So awesome. an even more audacious tool, instead of six directors, I'd have six Sapphire directors. How about that? I love it. I love it. Did you hear that? Did, did you hear that, Mary Ellen? Did you hear that, Nata? <laughs> I know you did. You know what? Here's the thing is, I don't doubt for a minute that you'll go do it, Joan. I mean, again, I've known you for years, but there's like a whole new Joan here. I mean, you, you've always, I, I've seen you on this journey, just constantly growing and developing. But I always say, I hope people don't recognize me in five years. And Joan, I don't recognize you. You just keep going from one level to the next to the next. And you have, you have taken a quantum leap. And um, I can see that, you know, it, it fires me up. It's so encouraging because I feel like, y'all, if you're sitting on this call and you feel like you're stuck, listen to Joan saying, first of all, take ownership. Embrace where you're at. Give, you know, have a spirit of gratitude for what you do have while – you know, asking yourself the question, am I going to settle, though, or am I going to keep reaching and investing in me to be all that I can possibly be? And, Joan, the investment that you made, you making that decision, I mean, that conscious decision, and there's people right now with convention. Now, some people can't be there because Canada hasn't opened yet. So, so you know, people in Canada are buying tickets, but they know they may not be able to go. They may be getting a refund. Um, they know that some of that's out of their control, right? They can buy the tickets, but they may or may not be able to be there. Um, which is in that case, by the way, let me just say, because I say that, let me add this. If you buy a ticket and you can't go, you'll get a refund and you'll have an opportunity to attend the virtual convention. But my point is, if you don't have a reason you can't be there, you've got to commit to investing in you. Like just that conscious decision of will I go or will I not? You know, I, I wrote in the GOC, the Gathering of Champions, um, which is available to everybody in the Neo Life Business Builders Facebook group, but I wrote under the first personal development piece that I do every, every month. It's like you and I were in line, Joan. But I wrote, to invest or not to invest. That was the title. To invest in you or not to invest. And I said, if, we're not gonna invest, if you're not going to invest in you, why should anybody else? Why should you expect them to? Maybe you don't. But why should they? And yet the universe does come along to invest in people who are investing in themselves. Right? Mm -hmm. You don't say to the fire, give me some heat before I'll give you a log. You got to get the log first, you know, and then you can get the heat from the fire. And so, Joan, you're just firing me up and everybody else to see what is possible when you make that decision. Now, um, I, I'd like to talk a little bit more about these audacious goals because, um, you know, you are really rubbing off, I mean, on the entire team. And, and that's what happens when people set audacious goals. You said enthusiasm, you know, if a goal doesn't get you excited, it's not, not worth having. And so tell us more about that. In fact, you were saying that the other day to us. And the, and the fly, you gave a great example of the fly. Sometimes, um, well, that's kind of back to the investing part. I'm back and taking you backwards. But when you talk about that, that was a beautiful example. Yeah, I, um, I read this book. It's called U Squared. And the author talks about a fly that's at the windowsill trying to get out and he's he's butting his head on the windowsill and he keeps trying he's trying harder but he, we know that he won't get anywhere he's probably going to die trying and 10 feet away there's a door that he can fly out of right so it's like some of what we we've been doing just butting our heads doing the same thing and not assessing what we're doing and where mm -hmm. it's taking us and the, the door is 10 feet away so you can just sort of walk out and it's really easy to just fly out right so, so, yeah, so we're doing the same thing over and over. And if it's not working, 
uh, you've got to change something. Mm. I love that analogy. I love it. And do you think that that could be, do you think that applies to like beating your head up against the door like a fly that's going to just slowly kill himself um, versus, you know, at the same time we say, you know, keep, keep, you know, keep going. You fail, get up again, get up again. Um, but to me, they, they, they go together based on what you've shared with us today from your own story of keep going, keep going, but take time to invest in yourself so you can get a different perspective. You can get around other people who are succeeding, finding out what they're doing. Would you say that's in line with being at events, committing to personal development every day? You said you listen to podcasts regularly. Is that what helps you not to keep doing the same thing over and over? Yeah. One if of the things you learned, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure who taught us this, but um, in terms of assessing your business, um, you look at, first you look at activity, right? If you're wondering why a business isn't, isn't going to where you want it to go, you look at your activity. If you're not talking to people, you're not doing anything, then it's not going to grow, right? If you're doing that, but you're still, you don't have, so next one is skill. If you're talking to a lot of people but nobody's doing anything, maybe you need to shop up in your skill. Mm. And the third one is your attitude. And I think that's mm. like the umbrella over two of them because that is, that is huge, the, the attitude, because that, that's a little harder to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially. Mm-hmm. And it's for each person. We have to acknowledge that in everybody's lives, uh, we have different experiences. They've gone through different hardships or so different things, right? So it, it is mm-hmm. easier for some. Than, than others, right? So yeah, mm-hmm. so, so that was a good uh, tool for me, a measuring tool. It's looking at those three areas and uh, assessing what I'm doing. And I, you know, I still don't do all those things, right? But you, you have it there, right? And you know what, what you need to do um, in order to correct it. Well, let me ask you this. Um, and wow, I just re- and I realized I still have several more things I want to want to talk about. Um, but this is so good. I don't want to move on too fast, but let's talk a little bit more about the audacious goal part and how how you're helping people to do that. And share with us a story, maybe um, from from even your life and your team of helping people to set goals that that are audacious enough to bring energy and excitement and motivation. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm trying to get them in the mindset first of all, the mindset. And um, what blew me away uh, last December was one of my, my uh, Pauline and Uli Blankenfeld are my first directors for this year. And in, in this, after we had those conversations, in December, we had a team meeting and she says, I'm going to be director in January. You know, that was audacious for her. And she did. She claimed it and she did become director. And another example was her sister, uh, Myrtle, um, who lives in Florida. When she, she became promoter in November, and we were trying to help her get to a level where she can get a bonus check. And all she wanted to do was stay at 250, right, the first month. So we decided, okay, you know, you don't want to push pressure, right? She's saying that's what you want. But when you see potential in people, you have to show them that, right? Um, I know she had a lot of people mm. she was going to talk to. Um, she, she was an elder in the church. So, you know, she's very well connected. So I said to her in November, you know, I think you can, I think you can do a thousand PDs. And this is how you can do it, right? So you, you tell them what, what you, you see that's possible, and then you show them how they can do it, right? If, if this one becomes a, a manager and then you talk to so many people, this is how you do it. 
And then she says, okay. And she did it, right? You know, but if she if had left her on her own, she would not have gotten there, right? So you have to really empower them. Even when they're setting a goal, you know, I tease at, at, at a team meeting, you know, with Nada, and some of the some people are saying 500 TVs. You can be a director. I think being a director is not really audacious, right? I said we should all be directors. So that's that's how I try to empower people because it's it's a mindset. And when you when you when you um think of that, everything comes in, you know falls into place for you to get to that point, right? So we're thinking about oh I have to do this and that. No, it's it's more than just doing that. It's just being, you know, being in a certain mm. space, and then you attract those people. Of course, yeah. you have to do the work. Don't get me wrong. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, but that, I love that. Dream yourself, set audacious goals, and then help your team do that. And that's so important, y'all. She's giving you the whole formula here because helping your team and showing them the way and helping them bring out their goals, their dreams, helping them come alive, that's important. And that's how you could do unbelievable things together, you know. And it, mm-hmm. that's the most satisfying part you know, that you've discovered, Joan, and I've discovered is watching your team learn how to dream, helping them, nudging them. Sometimes they don't even realize the role that you're playing in that, which is fine. They don't have to. But when you're, but you know, you know you're helping them to dream, and that is nothing more exciting, and then you're helping them achieve it. Um, so let's talk a little bit about what activities are you doing regularly that's, that's contributing to your success? Um, I love what you said, you know, it doesn't, and y'all, as you listen to her answer, remember what she said, um, she said this the other day to me, it doesn't matter what you did last month anymore, okay? I mean, it does and it doesn't, right? It's, it's a result, the result of where you are today is shaped by what you did last month, but you can't control that. She said, every day is a new day, every month's a new month, every year's a new year, you know, put that behind you, and let's talk about, now that you've got audacious goals, you got the right mindset she's helped you to develop and you're committed to investing and going to the next event. And, and she told me this. She said, Josh, I, I struggled with going to the next event because in a way I dreaded it because I didn't like, you know, that I was still at the same place I was before. But she went anyway. So, you know, all that is such great examples. You, you're leading your team by example, um, which is truly powerful, and we can all choose to do that today going forward. Now, let's talk about what are you doing? What are some of the activities that you're doing regularly that's attributing to your success? Can we talk about that for a moment? Yeah. Well, I've been working four or five deep in my team as well. And we're doing a lot of Zoom calls. Thank God to Zoom. I've done (laughs) – Zoom is amazing. I've done so many things with Zoom. Um, We do a health talk, um, whether it's individual or with a, a group. Uh, we do our training, a team training on Wednesday, um, and I use TNL to send out information. I use the the key, five key criteria and the solutions, and I'm I'm you know I'm using the information that I've, I've learned to coach my team as well. I'm like a mini coach to them, so um, that's what I'm using. And one of the things I do, I like doing giving value, and you talk a lot about giving value to other people. And I've had opportunities to do that, and it's it's really working out well. I shared with you that being on Zoom, uh, I love Zoom, except you know you get you get tired of sitting down sometimes, right? But um, so 
I had done a couple of Zooms for birthday parties to my teens. And I figured, you know, I, I can have, I know how to do Zoom, right? So I, um, I decided in December, December, we were just going into lockdown in Canada. And I was feeling a little bit down because you know, that, those are the, that's the month when we have all the parties and Zoom. So, so I decided to do a Zoom get together. And I had, um, most of you, you know, I'm, I was born in Trinidad and that's the land of Siopan, right? And so I decided to ask this gentleman to, to play a Siopan at my Zoom party. And we had a few other people doing some talent and played and, you know, and we had about 60, 60 plus people at that party. And the gentleman who, he's a Siopan legend. He, um, he started the Siopan in the Ontario School. And so he said to me, oh, maybe we can do this as, as a weekly session, right? And I said, okay, okay. I just thought like, okay, whatever kind of thing. So this just happened organically. And so we're in our second season. Every Sunday we do it at 2 p.m. Uh, so it, the two things happen, I see my team. Like I have partners in, in um, Alberta. We have team in, in Florida. So when they come together, right, you can, you can you're still connecting with your team that way and I'm getting to meet new people. Um, so we're doing that. And um, so we've gone beyond just entertaining people because during the pandemic, you know, there are a lot of people at home and they're lonely, you know. So we have a, mm-hmm. a following who just love to come by, come on Sunday. And we just did some fundraising. Yeah. We raised some funds. I think we raised $2,000 for, for charity. And, and, you know, it's just, wow. and, and I'm meeting new people. Right, so That's by giving great. value, you know, helping, then you it's your, you get rewarded. So let me, um, and it doesn't have to be just in your life, right? Yeah, I love that. Let me make sure that everybody's following because you you um, educated me. You and Winston did the last. I think it was a, ra- a rally a year or two ago. So steel pan, y'all. If many of you probably know, um, I, I needed to be educated. But if you don't know what steel pan is. Yeah, I describe it as kind of like drums, but it's just beautiful. But I mean, it's a whole nother level. It's just a beauty that, um, that once you're exposed to it, once you experience it, you're going to just fall in love with, uh, with it. So, um, but the point of all this is you need to go check out some, some steel pan, <laughs> but no, the point, and you need to hear Winston play. No, but the point of this is, as Joan just said, is give back ways to give back value. And so she's organized over Zoom this musical if you will and she started doing it then every sunday afternoon and it was a way to bring joy uplift people's spirits joan that's awesome and so you know everyone should we should all be the challenge you're giving us is to think about what do we have that we can offer in terms of value now we're getting very near the end um so um you mentioned you're using zoom a lot by the way y'all when i was talking to her last week like she had zoom health talks lined up she had zoom she, you know, she was saying, tomorrow I've got a family of three and, and uh, I'm doing a Zoom for them. And, or actually, she'd just done one for a family of three and signed them up. She had another one. So she's constantly doing online events. And I love what you said, um, Joan, again, just having a positive perspective on things that we can't change anyway. You said if it wasn't for the pandemic, we wouldn't be creative as we are, right, and learning to use technology and other tools. And we might be that fly that just kept hitting the window but now we're, we're trying other things and we're improvising and, and we're finding even more effective strategies. And you said the world is now our oyster. 
And I always, I love that phrase. And I, and I also like how you brought hope and a positive perspective out of something that we can't change anyway, that's been challenging, that we could focus on the challenge or we could focus on um, what's come out of it. So thank you for that. Thank you. Um, and wrapping this up, is there anyone that you'd like to, to give a shout out to and and is there, uh, and then could you talk, you know, after that, the last question I have is, you know, what are your audacious goals for the future? And I'll show them your little dream board you put up with the, with the four rubies. But first, your team, you want to, I know you told me you wanted to give a shout out. Yeah, first of all, I'd like to get, give a shout out to my entire team, whether it's just the product users or they're building the business. Um, just a shout out to them, to everyone. And of course, my new directors, uh, Pauline and Uli Blankenfeld, and Nicole Cavallo, who's physiotherapist. Um, she stepped up last month. And of course, the, my rising star right now is Margaret Edwards, who actually, she's, I think she's 4D from Nicole, and she pushed her up. Nicole is, is um, she's just sharing, sharing the products in her, in her business, but not doing the business. And um, as you would say, Margaret is literally crushing it. Um, she's made Canada proud by being at the top of the leaderboard in May, and that's the first. So I'm so proud of her, and I just enjoy working with her. And also Virginia, um, Newton, Jan Montano, and Joan Shin, they've been with me for a long time. They're senior managed managers, executive senior manager. And I'm so grateful and so proud of my team. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, we're all so grateful for them and the incredible results you all are having. And as a result of that, the impact that you're having on so many people's lives, I can't wait to meet them at the next, some of the new people that I haven't met yet. Some of them, um, mm -hmm. uh, your team, I've had the privilege of getting to know, but uh, there's a lot of new people, a lot of new people. I can't wait to meet them. Um, so Joan, in, in closing this out, um, will you share with us what are your audacious goals? And uh, as you're doing that, let me also pull up this um, beautiful, there it is, your, your, um, this image you sent me. I said, she said that she had four rubies on her wall. And I said, I got to see this. I got to see this. There's the four rubies. Love it. That's my cell phone. It's on my cell phone. That's, that's on your cell phone. That's right. Yeah, that's a great I, idea. I mean, what, what do you see more often than your phone? Nothing. Yeah. That's a great idea. Put your, I'm on it for 10 goal. hours. Because you're working mm -hmm. on it. Yes. Love I'm it. Okay, on, what yeah. is your audacious goal? Tell us more about it. Well, that's, that's one of my audacious goals. Um, you know, um, Winston, is he's still working, and... Um, I'd love for him to retire next year um, when I build my business. Um, he, he works for a private company, so there's no pension. So I, that's what I'd love to do with him. And one of the big things is my grandkids. Uh, they're, they're the love of our lives. And we just want to spend more time with them, travel, travel with them, see the world with them. That's one of the big things. And then, of course, I'm, very, I'm a very social person. Um, I like being with my friends and just having a yearly trip with my friends just to hang out. I just like, like that aspect of, of it, the time freedom and being able to, to do what I, what I um, do or what I want to do. And um, yeah, 
just being with people that I love. It's it's yeah. not a huge foundation, but but it is it's what that's me. That's um, who I am. Hmm. I love it. Um, and and I and as we as we close this out, I was just looking at a quote that you shared with me um, the other day. You said, "Whenever because yeah, we're going to get off this call, we're all fired up. I mean, we are. You have put us over the top. We are fired up. We're ready to go out there and apply that lot of wisdom, a lot of nuggets you've dropped with us that could literally any one of them could transform um, a life on this call and take our business to a whole other level, allow us to reach our true potential and, and impact and all." But I love what you said when you find yourself um, starting to focus on negative things, as you take that, as you take control of that, like she, like she's been talking to us about. You, you, you said, say this. Up until now, I was this. I was this way. Up until now, I was a Emerald director, and I'm grateful for it. But now I am a, whatever that goal is, you know. And say, up until now. Yeah, you're acknowledging. You're being honest. You're being real. Up until now, I was this, but but now I'm not. I'm a new person. I'm a different person. And uh, I don't think any of us will be the same having spent this time, this hour with you. Um, Joan, thank you so much for your time. I thank your entire organization. Downline, upline, love them all. And appreciative of, of all that you guys are doing up there in Canada. You guys are, are leading the way. You're looking great on the leaderboard. I know four rubies around the corner. It was my pleasure, Josh. Thank you for having me. And give Winston, give him a, a hug for us as well. We had so much fun running that race that he signed us up for um, when we were in, um, in, in Maui. I'll never forget that. And uh, looking forward to being with you guys in the Grand Cayman Islands in October on the World Team Vacation. And you're already there, apparently. <laughs> right there, right there. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Okay. Appreciate you. Okay. All right, folks. Well, we're going to go ahead and she and I are going to jump off and I, she's going to share her story in the ideal business. So it's going to be about five minutes. And for those of you who said, this was amazing, great training. All, everybody on my team needs to hear this. But some of you are saying, but I also want my prospects, people I want to introduce to Neil Life, I want them to hear a story, a, a cancer survivor, a, a nurse that is, as I said, crushing it in this business. So she's going to join me in just moments. We're going to record that story. So you can go over there and tag people in it to share it. Uh, and I hope you'll do that. Y'all take action. She said it's not only about mindset, but you've got to put in the work. I love how Joan is so balanced, so balanced, so logical about all of this. And um, she shared the recipe with us. And I look forward to seeing you guys take advantage of that. And I, and I hope that you'll join me next week, next leadership call, to find out about the new World Team Incentive because I think it's the perfect segue to this call today. Thank you, Joan. Thank you all. Thanks for being with us. Love and appreciate you guys. Until next time, make it a super, ultra, awesome, fantastic day. Bye-bye.